It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. What do the teams you root for, your music playlists, and your podcast feeds all have in common? Spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you, and that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has in common, too. It gives you options to help personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you, so you can see more of yourself in everything you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state, options selected by customer, availability, and eligibility may vary. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We did the first half on yesterday's recording today. We finish out our first 2024 NFL Mock Draft on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. Wow. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day and a big welcome. And shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. Joe, I'd like uh, to know if you have been surprised by me following through on my promise to exclusively wear this starter jacket on the show. I've been waiting for you to bring this up because there's a very controversial thing that uh, we need to discuss as it relates to this, because some people are saying that it's already over. You blew it because when we did the bonus episode on the Joe Burrow situation where he was um, out for the season, you didn't wear it. So some people are thinking that you've already um, not made good on that promise. It's right here. When we did that episode, it was was right here, but you didn't wear it. Was it a bonus episode? All I heard was episode. What was it a bonus episode? It was an episode. Okay. So no, it was not our regular, it was not a regularly scheduled programming. So no. The people will decide. Leave a comment on this YouTube. Yeah, go video. ahead. Leave a comment. Let us know. 
Let us know. We got impromptu called Ross. Hey, do you want to do 10 minutes on this? I'm like, yeah, it's a real, sure. real shame. Just, you didn't have it I'll on. Just throw everything together on my computer. Sit down. We'll knock it out. No questions asked. It was not a 30 minute program. It was not the draft dudes program. It was a bonus segment. I saw an not episode. It was p- episode posted to the podcast feed and the YouTube feed. I don't know, man. It's, I don't know. It's, fine. it's not our regular. Did, did we do it? Did we tell everybody about our, our friends and sponsors during that? I don't remember. I just remember uh, it being no, an episode. It's not a show. Okay. I just remember cool. it being an episode. Hey, I was just glad we're on the same page. Ah, we're, we're talking about the mock draft. Hey, this will be fun. Bills are picking in this uh, slate. Dolphins are. are up. Um, yeah. Out. So we, we did the, um, <laughs> we did the, uh, we did the first half yesterday uh, of this mock draft, so hopefully you've listened to that and you're ready for part two, Kyle. Uh, in this slate, we have the Bengals, Bills, Saints, Vikings, and Cardinals all scheduled to make some picks. Let's do oh, it. Night two. It was only five picks. Let's go. Fired up. I was like, Bang. man, I hope I got, I've got to do the math here. I'm not going to actually count how many you're going to put the first segment, so I hope the math checks out. We're not even into the playoff teams, and we got the Bengals and Bills up first today. What's what's going on with Cincinnati? How are we going to help this football operation? Uh, Cincinnati, uh, their right tackle situation is what? Jonah Williams on expiring contract. Uh, a begrudged Jonah Williams on an expiring contract. I think that one's probably water on the bridge, right? He's played okay, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think they'll be – they got too many other things going on here right. with their free agents. Uh, Joe Burrow, hurt, and miss the rest of the year. Let's continue the investment and protect our franchise quarterback, please. I'm going with Amarius Mims, offensive tackle, University of Georgia. Uh, I, this is one of the guys I texted you about. Where I was like, oh, my God, Joe. And he got his first starts like in the college football playoff last year and just an absolute savage of a player. Uh, crazy long, crazy physical, crazy athletic, ceiling super high. Sample size is not particularly big, uh, which is part of the concern there. I know he had – uh, ankle tightrope surgery this season. So missed a little bit of time with, with that, uh, but returned recently for Georgia. And um, he can kick some butt up front. And in the AFC North, you need guys that could do that in the trenches. So I'm giving uh, the Bengals a Marius Mims offensive tackle, University of Georgia. Buffalo Bills here at pick number 18. Kyle, what Gabe Davis replacement is coming to Buffalo to play opposite of Stephon? Uh, here's the good news. Okay. The wide receiver class is crazy good. So I'm not getting one right now. That's what you're, you're not getting me. one right now. Oh. That's, that's correct. <laughs> uh, I am preparing the bills uh, for life after Jordan Boyer slash Micah Hyde, but whichever comes first. And assuming that shoe's going to drop. Might be both. Might right? be both. Yeah. Cam Kinchins, safety University of Miami. Uh, the best ball skills of any safety in the class. He is crazy explosive. Uh, he can play on the roof of your defense and attack throws to the other side of the field that are vertically down the field and make plays on the ball. Um, he is an absolute dynamite back-end player. So I have him coming to Buffalo uh, to add some much-needed athleticism to that Bill secondary and give them an, a, a long-term outlook at the safety position beyond the, the two aging vets that they have. All right, give me my wide receiver, too, in the second round. But this guy sounds helpful. Sounds like a really helpful player against uh, oh. that team that's about to win the division. Miami. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and seems like a nice it, piece. Of the we have the rest of the way in the first round. I have one, two, three, four wide receivers. There's probably about another ten oh. that you can make an argument for being like top sixty-four picks. So you're you're gonna get a wide receiver. 
The Saints, number 19, another one of these teams that probably has some big changes coming, potentially with their coaching staff. Mm-hmm. How are you? How are we going to help the Saints here at pick 19? I'm giving the Saints uh, a offensive lineman. And this offensive lineman, Joe, literally can play all five spots on the offensive line. He's played center in the past. He's currently a tackle. He's got the flex to move to guard. So I'm thinking about the Saints, and I'm thinking about Andrews Pete. And I'm thinking about Trevor Penning being what he's supposed to be, right? Like, we, we've got a little bit of fluidity there. It's Graham Barton, University of Duke. Uh, this is one of my favorite players in the class uh, because of the athleticism, the versatility. And I think he is a plug-and-play starter and can play anywhere you want. So whatever combination you want, you got McCoy at center, you got Ramchek at right tackle. Uh, they just extended Ruiz, Ruiz too. Yep. So like yep. you got the 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 foundation's pretty set. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Penning hasn't materialized the way that they've wanted him to. And then you also have the the Andrews Pete transition that you're looking at as well. So I think there's a spot for him. Uh, but they're they're at their best offensively when they got guys up front that are locked in. Athletic offensive linemen should be something that people perk up when they hear. I don't know if you saw this uh, recently through Twitter. You saw one of these graphs where where it was offensive line performance and RAS score, relative athletic score. The best offensive lines are the ones that are the most athletic right now in the NFL. So, and how, and how about the one that's definitively head and shoulders the least is, athletic of the bunch is Cincinnati. High Cincinnati, yeah. You have no athletes. So you're the worst offensive line in the Spence. NFL. There you go. There you yeah. go. Gotcha. Uh, I got hey, you. you helped them. They're very good. Very good. Go. Uh, so we're at pick 20, 20. The Minnesota Vikings on the board. The new man. The new, the here's Minnesota another new Vikings. man. Yeah, who is it? Uh, the best Alabama corner eligible in this year's class, which is Terry and Arnold. It's not Kool-Aid McKinstry. I know Kool-Aid had a fun name. I know Kool-Aid was the buzzy name all summer long, kind of like Keely Ringo was last year before Keely Ringo, like didn't even get drafted in the first two days of the draft. Uh, I don't think Kool-Aid falls that quite that far. A little bit more on him later, but Terry and Arnold uh, is trending in the right direction. I think he's much more consistent in coverage. He's still physical. Um, He tackles really, really well. I love his tape. I thought he's taken massive strides forward this year, and we've talked to death about this corner room in Minnesota and how they need some horses. Kyle not drinking the Kool-Aid. Well, (laughs) hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Well, uh, the Cardinals are picking at 21. This is the pick that they got from Houston. So good on Houston to win a bunch of football games and not uh, give them that high of a pick. If you're going to do this kind of deal – yeah, this is what like you this. should do so that you win the games. So they got Johnny Newton, the defensive tackle from Illinois, earlier in this mock draft at pick five after trading out of two. And now they get Kool-Aid at 24. Oh, so all right, there it is. So McKinstry is the other Alabama corner, very highly regarded. Uh, long, very big, very physical, good ball skills. Uh, I I just think Arizona, if, if especially if you're going to stay on the Jonathan Gannon path, like we – need to invest in that side of the football pretty significantly. And I know they're playing hard and all that, but they need yeah. talent. Yeah. So I, I give them some talent there in the secondary. So two premium spots into your defensive line and corner for Arizona. All right. So we open up the second half of this mock draft pick 17, the Bengals tackle Amarius Mims out of Georgia at 18. The bills get Cameron kitchens, a safety out of Miami. Kinchins, 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 not There's no T. I Thanks. did that for the first three weeks. I was talking about it's huge. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, number 19, the Saints, Graham Barton, offensive lineman out of Duke at number 20. 
the Vikings tearing Arnold cornerback Alabama and his running mate Kool-Aid McKinstry 21 to the Cardinals. We got the Seahawks, Steelers, Texans, Dolphins, Cowboys all coming up here in just a moment. But folks, you got to check out FanDuel. Score early this season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use, and there's a ton of different things that you can bet on, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I've really been having a lot of success with the player props this year. So get in on that action. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's do it. All right, so we've we've been on a, a little bit of a, a DB run here. So we've yep. three of the last five picks, defensive backs. The Seattle Seahawks at number 22. They've got defensive backs, Kyle. I'm guessing we go a different direction here. Yeah, I, I thought about quarterback here with obviously Geno and his contract situation and a little bit of the, the regression relative to the first three quarters of last season versus what it's looked like since. Um, but I didn't go quarterback. I, I did stay in the Pacific Northwest, however, with the Washington Huskies program, the same uh, program that has the quarterback that I, I may end up mocking to Seattle if I were to go quarterback <laughs> with Michael Penix. And I'm going with Braylon Trice, uh, defensive lineman, uh, pretty productive pass rusher there. Uh, I know Seattle continues to invest there, but they they had a big departure with their defensive line, more so on the interior. But you know, regardless, they they've kind of churned that group out uh, the past 12 months. They they trade for Leonard Williams at the trade deadline. Uh, I, I know they have some guys that are a little banged up, but you got Mario Edwards playing snaps for you right now. Uh, you got Daryl Taylor and Derek Hall as a couple of young guys, and and Boye Mafe. You brought Frank Clark back. Like, there's room for another guy in this group if Mario Edwards and and Frank Clark are taking snaps. It's kind of my point. So I'd like to continue to get some young athleticism. He's a bigger edge guy. Uh, I think he's built pretty well uh, to play in that front specifically. He's 260 pounds. So I like the fit of Price in Seattle. 23, the Pittsburgh Steelers on the clock here. Um, just fired Matt Canada. Potentially some help for the offense or going defense for Pittsburgh. So here's the thing. I, I, I'd i love to know what Pittsburgh has offensively with not Matt Canada because I look <laughs> at the roster and I think there's more prevalent issues elsewhere. Personnel-wise on defense? Yes. Yeah. How athletic are we on the back end? We're not. Side of Joey Porter, and, and he's a, kind of a, a big corner anyway. And Minka Fitzpatrick. How athletic? Genuine question. How, how athletic are we with Levi Wallace and Patrick Peterson and James Pierre and Shannon Sullivan right now? Kalen King's the pick. We are going back to the Penn State well. See what it did there? 
we are. Yeah, I see that. Going back well, to very, so, very well done. Very well Joey done. Porter was the 32nd pick in last year's draft. Kalen King, I thought, was a better player on tape last year at Penn State. Uh, he's a di- little bit of a different body type. He's not as big. He's not as uh, long, but he's more rapid foot fire. Gives you, I, I think, a much needed level of uh, quick twitch in that secondary. So I'm going Kalen King, another Penn State corner for Pittsburgh. So maybe you have the new the new Ike Taylor William Gay tandem for Pittsburgh in uh Yeah, there you go. King, King like and, uh, and Porter Jr. They that's they need some stability there at corner. Uh number 24, we have the Houston Texans on the clock courtesy of the Cleveland Browns as they mm-hmm. continue to pay the price for Deshaun Watson. What are we adding here for CJ Stroud and company? Uh so this one was too good to pass up. Uh, I understand Tank Dell's played phenomenally. I understand Nico Collins has emerged quite a bit. Um, but I think about the offensive line. They invested a lot, and that group will get healthy next year, you're assuming, right? Yeah. So you'll get you'll get reinforcements just by getting guys back healthy. You're an offensive football team now. Sorry, I know you got a defensive-minded head coach, but C.J. Stroud and what they're doing from a big play perspective and Bobby Slowick, let's lean into that. Go with the Mecca Buka. Wide receiver, Ohio State, reuniting him with C.J. Stroud, that pre-existing chemistry. We've seen a lot of young quarterbacks have their teams do this where they go out and get a target that he had pre-existing chemistry with from their college days. And I think adding Abuka so you can transition potentially away from Robert Woods. We haven't really seen a ton of John Mechie as he's been getting back. Uh, Xavier Hutchinson's the other wide receiver that's in this group right now, uh, not including Noah Brown. He's a totally different body type. I just think if you if you gave me Nico Collins, Tank Dell, and Emeka Abuka, you got a really, really yeah. good core trio of guys that you could run a lot of successful 11 personnel out of. More pass catchers. That's uh, not a bad thing, right, for a young quarterback. Build around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, the Miami Dolphins. They went from having all the first-round picks to well, the last couple of years, right, uh, using those first-round picks to trade for players. What are we doing here? Who we who we who we add into this mix? So it, it's a little bit of a mystery bag from the sense of they have so many expired contracts that they have to determine who they're going to keep and who they're not going to keep. Uh, Connor Williams at center, expiring contract. Robert Hunt, guard, right guard, expiring contract. Austin Jackson, right tackle, expiring contract. Isaiah Wynn, the the original starting left guard, is an expiring contract. Now Christian Wilkins at defensive tackles is expiring contract. Like those are the big decisions that Miami's going to have to make. And they're not going to have the money to pay everybody. So somebody's going to go. So I'm looking at who's available. Just like they are presumably looking at who's available. When assessing, hey, what are our opportunities to add players realistically uh, that can step in and help us? And I'm having them go offensive line. And I'm having them to take the player that I think could play left guard if you needed him to, which I think is the one spot that is wide open regardless because Isaiah Wynn was only here on a one-year deal anyway and was kind of a filler player, even though he played well. Uh, But he could if you needed to find an offensive tackle as a starter. If you don't retain Austin Jackson, who has far performed his norms, he's been a really good right tackle this year. Uh, And I'm going with Jordan Morgan going to the Senior Bowl. That was just announced the other day. Uh, University of Arizona offensive tackle reminds me a lot of Matthew Bergeron. Uh, and Bergeron was drafted by the Falcons in the top 50 to play guard for them. So I think there's some positional flex there uh, that makes a lot of sense for Miami, gives them the opportunity to kind of make their personnel decisions. And then if you can add him, he can presumably be a, a group of your best five combo. 
All right. Offensive line help for the Miami Dolphins. We got more to get to here in this segment. The Dallas Cowboys now on the clock at pick number 26. Always a fun team to consider what they can do to add. I know that there's a lot of different directions. Where are we going? I thought you were going to break. I was like, whoa. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you were teasing. We got more. Um, yeah. I'm going with an interior defensive lineman, and I know Dallas has got Mozzie Smith there. I know Odigi Zua has been a, a pretty productive player for them there. I don't like the linebacker value here uh, a whole lot at all. I'm going with another super high upside defensive lineman for Dallas because uh, they they got the safeties behind it. They got the DBs behind it to run. You would like to move Micah Parsons around so you want to have some flexibility. Uh, this is an interior player, and it's Leonard Taylor from the University of Miami. And when I did him in the summer, this was like a top five potential type player. Now, this season has not materialized for him to that degree. So that's why he's he's slipping a little bit. But like, if you told me Leonard Taylor was in this class based off of the tools and his potential, you could not convince me he would not get out of the first round. That he would get out of the first round. Excuse me. You could not convince me that that would happen. Uh, he's way too athletically gifted. He is way too special of a uh, movement skills type player at the stature that he is. And if you told me you were putting him into a nucleus that had Demarcus Lawrence and Mozzie Smith and Micah Parsons and Odigi Zuwa, who's been a, a better player for them as he has continued to age and get more mature. It'd be everything you would possibly want to put him in an environment where he could develop and be, and live up to his potential, which is get like game record three technique type potential is what mm -hmm. he has. Well, this is kind of that, part of the first round where the toolsy defensive linemen go, right? Right. So it makes, it makes a lot of back sense. Eight, back eight picks of the first round. Yeah. This is where yep. the, the, and I, I'm well, we'll see, but I think there could be maybe a couple more coming as well. Uh, 49ers pick 27 here. Um, another team that kind of not been picking in the first round a lot here uh, is on, on the board here. Um, where are we going here? I mean, I think offensive line makes a lot of sense. Maybe the secondary, Niners. I'm going in the secondary uh, just because the offensive line group is kind of tapped out. Now, if you, you went back to the first day or the first day that we did this show, tackle at three, tackle at six, tackle at seven, tackle at nine, uh, tackle at 17, tackle or offensive lineman at 19, tackle at or offensive lineman at 25. Like you're, you're really getting close to double digit offensive lineman in the first yeah, round already. Yeah. Yeah. So don't love the value there. I'll go with Josh Newton, uh, cornerback out of TCU. Uh, he's kind of fits the build and athletic mold that they've gone after uh, at corner. When, when you think about uh, even going all the way back to Emmanuel Mosley and um, Akella Witherspoon, like those types of players, like he, he kind of looks and plays like that. Uh, so I think it's a good fit uh, from a style perspective for San Francisco as they've uh, continued to merge departing defensive coordinators with their own ideologies and apply it appropriately with, with their in-house system. All right. This is a, a fun chunk of picks here. 22 Seattle, Washington edge, Braylon Trice at 23. The Steelers get another Penn state corner. This time, Kalen King at 24, the Texans courtesy of the Browns, Ohio state wide receiver, Emeka Buka 25, the Miami dolphins add offensive lineman, Jordan Morgan from the Arizona Wildcats at 26, the Cowboys, Leonard Taylor, the third defensive tackle out of Miami. And at 27, TCU cornerback Josh Newton to the San Francisco 
49ers. We got the Jags, Ravens, Lions, Chiefs, and Eagles all slated to pick here in just a moment. Stick with us. But this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This time of year can be challenging for some people, and it's natural to feel some sadness or even some anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change, something to look forward to to make you feel grounded and give you the tools necessary to manage everything that's going on. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It even empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It's not just for people who have experienced major trauma. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire that'll get you matched with a licensed therapist, and then you can switch therapists at any time for any reason for no additional charge. So find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Locked On. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The Jacksonville Jaguars here at pick number 28. Kyle Krabs, we building around Trevor Lawrence. Are we adding more dynamic talent to that defense? More dynamic talent to that defense. You can never have enough what? Edge rushers, corners. Edge rushers, baby. So we got Trayvon Walker, former first overall pick. We have uh, Josh Allen. Is Josh Allen going to be there? Good question. Right? So we we need a little bit more juice off the edge. So we're going to go Chop Robinson. Pass rusher, Penn State, formerly University of Maryland. uh, Transferred in. He's... Maybe a little short of what your hopes and expectations were for him. Uh, if you were high on him, there's a lot of Penn State edge rushers over the years that have been built like this at 6'3, 6'4, 240, 245 pounds. Sometimes they go high, sometimes they slip. <laughs> I think he's athletic and explosive enough that he can get drafted in this upper echelon top 50 type stratosphere. And uh, at, at this stage, I thought he was the pass rusher that made the most sense for Jacksonville stylistically. Baltimore Ravens at number 29. Uh, always a fun team to consider their draft, uh, what they do. Um, you can make a case for defense, possibly, based on some contracts. Offensively, you're always looking to add around Lamar Jackson. Where are we going? Go wide receiver, Joe. Come on Man. now. Man, that's so many. That's so much. It's What player, obviously, I'm curious, but. So it's the literal opposite of what they drafted their first last first round pick wide receiver on, which was Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. Looks good. All, looks like a, a nice five, player. Nine, five nine, 175 pounds of Zay Flowers. Let's get different body types in this room. Let's get a little bit more vertical explosion. Let's get ball skills, contested catchability. He he Lamar loves throwing him to Mark Andrews, right? Yeah. Loves from Mark Andrews. Hope Mark Andrews gets healthy very quickly. By the way, it doesn't sound like a really ugly injury that he took, and obviously it sounds like his season is over uh, unless they make a deep playoff run. But Keon Coleman's my pick, formerly of Michigan State. 
now at Florida State, 6'4", 210. We had this debate, right? We had this discussion when Lamar Jackson was coming out. You remember that? About what kinds yep. of wide receivers make the most sense still, for Lamar? Still haven't figured it out, have we? Still haven't figured it out. So let's get them one of each and let's find out, right? <laughs> <laughs> you got Zay Flowers. Uh, Keon Coleman is a vertical plane receiver with crazy good ball skills, very explosive, uh, very physical at the catch point, mosses guys on a weekly basis. Uh, if you gave me that, because what are we really investing in long-term in Odell? He got a one-year deal, right, with like a bunch of void euros, uh, void money on the back end of it. Yep, yep. Like he, he probably not going to be here. I get Rashad Bateman was a first-round pick, but has that materialized to to bring Rashad Bateman as a, a long-term Nothing investment? consistent there, right, yeah. Right, so yeah. You, can't, you can't bank on it. You just can't, which again puts you in this position where it's like, okay, you got Mark Andrews. Now you got Zay Flowers, which will be going into year two, and he's looked very promising. And what? Like we don't know. So get him a different body type, win down the field. Um, Keon Coleman's the pick for the, the Ravens. So we've had quite a few receivers in the top 12, and then it's been a lull. Uh, for yep. receivers, but since pick 24, we've had three of them. Next up is the Detroit Lions at pick 30. They added a ton to that defense this past offseason. Will it help for the offense this time around? They are going wide receiver. Three in a row. This is a fun player. Xavier Leggett, South Carolina. Kind of Spencer Rattler's go-to guy this year. Uh, Joe, this this is a 6'1", 220-pound player that's hitting 22 miles per hour in the open field. On the, on the, is he A.J. Defense. Brown? Is that AJ Brown? I mean, that's... well, it's the, the the comp everybody's wanting to make is Debo because he plays in South Carolina. You said he was two hundred twenty pounds, six one two twenty. Yeah. Everybody, the, the weirdest receivers get comp to Debo every year. <laughs> I swear, it's the weirdest well, thing going on. And to, and to be fair, from Leggett's perspective, like you do get some of that like San Francisco scheme to touch stuff that that Debo has. Although Debo, I thought coming out of South Carolina was very underrated as a, a route runner where right? I don't think Leggett's necessarily there just yet, but you think about Amon Ross St. Brown, we don't have a, a problem with running routes there. Got Jameson Williams as, as the vertical rocket. And, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll see if he's able to stabilize after a slow start to his career. You got Laporta as a tight end in the middle of the field. You add Leggett as kind of a Ben Johnson. If he's there schemed touch type of player, yeah. that is not going to be early on every anyone's list of who to take away. So he's going to get a lot of one-on-ones with his size and physicality and explosiveness. And like his passing get Jared Goff going to be living good, man. So I really like the fit of Xavier Leggett to the Lions. Uh, why? I can't stop thinking about Traylon Burks. Is he a better version of that? Oh, he's comfortably better than Traylon Burks. All right, good. He's much more diverse than Traylon Burks too. 31, the Kansas City Chiefs on the board. Why don't you better help Pat? You got you got to help Pat Mahomes here. We're going to go with A.D. Mitchell, uh, formerly of the University of Georgia Bulldogs, now with the Texas Longhorns. This is another six foot four vertical plane receiver, wins down the field. Uh, he's had a breakout year this year for Texas. Uh, still maybe not the monster numbers that you'd like to have, but Texas has a bunch of skill guys between like Xavier Worthy, and Jonathan Brooks, the running back, who unfortunately had his season ended with a knee injury, but looked really good. Uh, you got Jatavian Sanders, uh, the the tight end there, who's a potential top fifty type candidate as well. They got an embarrassment of riches as a skill group for Steve Sarkeesian. So if you're expecting big time numbers, he's got 43 receptions for almost 700 yards, but nine touchdowns in the first 11 games of the season. 
and Texas is going to get a chance to play a couple more. I would not be surprised if he makes a push for a thousand yards, but not get there. Um, he is not as physical as Keon Coleman, but I think he's more explosive than Keon Coleman, but I think they win in comparable ways. So at the very least, I think this is good. Marquez Valdez scaling. A.D. Mitchell would not have dropped the ball that Valdez Scanley just dropped. Careful. Careful on I'm that just, right now. Just pointing. Hey, it helped us out because we both picked the Eagles to win the game. So, Right. Uh, 32, last but not least, the Philadelphia Eagles on the clock here. Um, again, this order is based on the current draft order. And so going into this week, they were picking last. Who's Mr. Irrelevant in this first round? Uh, Mr. Irrelevant in this first round is a defensive lineman. Oh, and, Eagles. Wow. I'm shocked. Right. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's it's Landon Jackson from Arkansas. Do you remember the kid that would, they were doing the bag drills on the end zone? And it was like it went viral where this kid with these really long arms was super lanky was doing this bag, like the slap mm-hmm. the bag drill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just looks totally disjointed. Mm-hmm. That was him. And he's grown into his frame by about 60 pounds. <laughs> wow. He's, okay. He's stacked on a ton of mass. He's about 280 pounds now. Uh, I think about Milton Williams being a player that's going into a contract year as a player that plays all up and down the defensive line uh, for Philadelphia. You think about Brandon Graham and where he's at this stage of his career, right? Uh, I, I think there's enough rotational reps available in Philadelphia where you can justify getting a, ahead of a need with with how much they invest in that defensive line, and he has kind of plays like Trayvon Walker E like to kind of just paint the picture, like the style of player that he is as a defensive end. Um, his fun fact is he did his NIL thing was with uh, world wrestling entertainment. So if it falls through with, with football, Oh, okay. It'd be pro re- and like, if you told me that anybody that win the first round had an NIL deal with world wrestling entertainment's like talent development pipeline, like this would be the guy that I would be like, yeah, that makes sense. The checks out. Like he's that dude. Just there it super is. Rock player, very linear, quick twitch explosiveness, and has showcased now this season. I thought uh, a pretty good pass rush palette as well. Twenty eight, the Jaguars edge rusher Chop Robinson from Penn State. Twenty nine, Keon Coleman, the wide receiver from Florida State to the Ravens. At thirty, the Lions get another receiver here, Xavier Leggett from South Carolina. The wide receiver run continues at pick thirty one, with the Chiefs getting A.D. Mitchell out of Texas, and the Eagles at thirty two, edge rusher. Landon Jackson out of Arkansas. That is going to do it for the mock draft. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, locked on NFL scouting back in the draft game. We're here. Had a lot of fun. Joe, you got to do the next one, though, so start prepping. We'll yeah. give you a little time. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> hope you guys enjoy the weekend of football ahead. I'm Kyle Krabs. He's Joe Marino. And you can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Make it a great rest of your day we're out of here peace is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the lombardi trophy either way join keith sanchez and damian parson for mock draft monday on the locked on nfl draft podcast they'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 nfl draft Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.